Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, the Berkshire's abduction. Now this is an abduction that occurred, or as the abductee likes to refer to it, I believe, as an encounter that occurred back in 1969. The first article I link to is from iBerkshires.com. Now you can go to uh, the Twitter site, UFO Warning. You can get there by going to at Warning Sub UFO. Or just cruise on over to Twitter to the UFO Warning account, and I have the links to all the articles there. The article starts off, the title is Berkshire Athenaeum, backdrop for a TV show on local UFO story. It turns out that Athenaeum, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, is just a glorified library. So they apparently like to use that word instead. And then you have this building in the background with the name on the front of the door. The article starts off, it says, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. This is dated June 18th, 20. The Berkshires are being featured in a new episode of Unsolved Mysteries that are being launched this summer by Netflix. So this is something that I'm going to probably check out. You may want to, too. Sounds like an interesting uh, UFO-type themed program. The first episode is Berkshire's UFO and will premiere on Wednesday July, but it doesn't give a date. This episode was partially filmed last year in various parts of the local history department at the Berkshire Athenaeum. According to the show's producer, the Berkshire UFO episode is so strong that it was chosen as a lead episode, and the library's acting supervisor, Anne Marie Harris, says. The library also helped to supply some history and information on unidentified flying objects, sightings, and encounters that occurred in September of 1969 in Sheffield, said Harris, an incident that Great Barrington Historical Society recognized as historically significant and true. Now, this is a good thing. They've had these multiple sightings that happened back in 1969. They did a lot of research on this. They did a lot of investigation uh, work on this, and they got it down in black and white, and they said, hey, this looks like it's historically significant and true. That's a great thing to do. It's a good first step to say something was seen. Now, they're not necessarily trying to explain it. They're just putting it out there that so many people saw this phenomenon occur that it had to have happened. And that incident is reported that Tom Reed, his brother, mother, and grandmother were mysteriously taken from their car by a UFO, Harris said. Netflix, a subscription streaming service, will be launching six episodes in July and six episodes in October. The story's been featured on television several times before and is featured at the International UFO Museum and Research Center in Roswell, New Mexico. The Reeds claim an encounter with aliens was the pilot episode of Alien Mysteries, Alien Mysteries, a Discovery Channel Canada show in 2013. The Reeds brothers Matt and Thomas say they've had four encounters with aliens, three in the 1960s, one of which included their mother and grandmother, and a fourth by Matt in 2009. So you see, you had then you had a couple of encounters previous to this where the family was abducted or had their encounter, as the fellow says. And then you had a fourth encounter by Matt in 2009. We see these things do this a lot with these UFO abductions. They go and they abduct somebody, and for whatever reason, they come back frequently and take this person again and again and again. And sometimes those people that are taken, they almost develop something like what I think is the Stockholm uh, Syndrome, 
where they begin to make excuses for their captors. It gives them some sort of control maybe over the situation mentally to where they're more able to handle it. They no longer viewed it as an abduction, but as a mini vacation, so to speak. The brothers say they have documentation of sightings by others during the 1969 event and radiation and magnetic anomalies around the times of the encounters. Thomas Reed had installed a monument in the encounter on Bourbon Street, on Boardman Street, rather, in Sheffield in 2016. That led to several years of controversy, but the town ordered it removed off public property and then found the second location was in a public right-of-way. It was hauled away a year ago. That's a little off course. What happened, apparently, you can read up on this, is the fellow eventually went back, as I said, in 2016. This would have been after the first uh, documentary made by Discovery Canada, and put up his own monument. And that caused, uh, apparently, some discord and anger in the community, and eventually this thing was taken down. Now, maybe that was just as a result of him being so impacted by what happened to him. It goes on, then it concludes. It says, the Great Barrington Historical Society and Museum in 2015 formally inducted the UFO story, noting the number of witnesses of unidentified flying objects that it included call-ins to the radio station around the time of the Reed story of the 1969 encounter. Now, if we go on to another article here, also posted at UFO Warning at Twitter, UFO Warning, you can get there by going to at Warning Sub UFO. This article is found on MassLive.com. It says, updated January 7th, 2019, posted July 26th, 2016. So the original post would have been about four years ago with an update about a year and a half ago. And the title says, Thomas Reed, man at center of 1969 Berkshire's UFO report, says his story has been sensationalized. That's a picture of the guy here at his house with the with the monument that he put up. It's in the article's by Dan Glom. And it says, whatever you do, Thomas Reed says, do not call it an abduction. Reed's account of his family's 1969 encounter with a UFO in Sheffield made headlines last year when it boldly went where few tales of alien sightings have gone before, into the historical record books, the Great Barrington Historical Society formally inducted the story in February 2015, describing it as significant and true after reviewing contemporaneous news coverage, witness statements, and polygraph results. Now, I have to tell you that I'm a pretty big believer in polygraphs, especially if you can get multiple people taking polygraph tests and passing them as we've seen in the Travis Walton case. That's when you're really putting some substance and weight onto the side of truth while you're trying to decide these cases. The article continues, but not all has gone well since then. In September, just weeks after the monument's dedication, a still unidentified vandal took a can of spray paint to the monument, Sheffield Police Chief Eric Munson said in the interview. And then it goes on, spends quite a bit of time talking about the monument, about it being vandalized, and uh, finally we get down here a little ways into the article, and he gets to the meat of the story. The article says, but worse than the physical damage is the sensationalism, according to Reed. He has appeared on a number of alien-baiting cable reality shows, all of which, from paranormal prostorazzi to alien mysteries, promised to take his story seriously before exaggerating it on air, Reed said. Now, you can really get the feeling that the guy that's writing this article 
is pushing toward the debunking, uh, delegitimizing size of the subduction story. Starts off by saying it's not an abduction. Well, let me tell you something. When somebody comes and takes you without asking permission and puts you someplace else, that's an abduction, whether the abductee realizes it or not. And then the author spends quite a bit of time talking about this monument that was put up apparently without position, without permission, according to the local authorities, which was which which was repeatedly, I guess, vandalized and finally removed by the city council, whoever. All of this, all of this information, stuff that doesn't really matter about what happened. So finally, after wading through all of that, we get down here to what really happened. It says the papers and the stories. This is according to. Uh, Thomas Reed, the papers and the stories have gotten so ridiculous that the truth has been lost, Reed said. First of all, they keep using the cornball terminology you might find. The abduction stuff. That's not what happened. Our family is very credible. We are not a bunch of lunatics. Okay, I would just interject this. <clears throat> Being abducted by aliens or non-human entities or whatever they are doesn't make you a lunatic. It makes you a victim. Okay? It makes you a Victim. Does it mean you're special, per se? Does it mean that aliens have come here to commune with you? It means that you are a victim of an act of abduction. Now, you can call it an encounter. You can call it vacation time. But it's an abduction. Does it make you a bad person? Any more than having a crime committed against you, being assaulted, makes you a bad person. Okay, this, you are a random victim. Reed and his family were driving from Ski Butternut <clears throat> in Great Barrington over the Sheffield Bridge when they noticed a bright floating object near their car. They felt what Reed describes as a change in pressure or an electromagnetic field. I'm not even sure how you would feel in electromagnetic field, but that's how he describes it. A dead silence fell. The light grew brighter, and they found themselves somewhere else. So they're just driving along, and suddenly they find themselves somewhere else. In other words, they didn't take themselves there. They were abducted. That's called an abduction. That's a legal definition of an abduction, taken from point A to point B without permission. And if they commit a crime to you, against you, in the process of that, or they take you to that, to that place to commit a crime against you, I'm pretty sure that's called kidnapping. And in some places, that's life in prison, if not worse. It says, now we do remember being in what looked like an airplane hangar, Reed said. We didn't stay in a car. We were removed from the vehicle. That's true. Where we were, I don't know. So you're driving along in your car with your whole family. And suddenly you find, after seeing this bright orb, you find yourself in what looks like an airplane hangar and you are outside of your car. If that's not an abduction, I don't know what is. It says, now we do remember being in what looked like an airplane hangar. It said, we didn't stay in the car. We were removed from the vehicle. They were removed. They weren't asked to get out. They were removed. That's true. Where we were, I don't know. Reed also told of encounters with UFOs. That took place in previous years. But the 1969 incident 
coincided with widespread eyewitness reports of a glowing flying object in Sheffield, according to the Boston Globe. Reed is now taking action to fix both the physical vandalism of the monument and sensationalism of his family story. The monument will be refaced and a solar panel and bench will be installed in the coming weeks, he said. And October 22nd, Reed will appear at the ski butternut with fellow UFO advocate Travis Walton, sci-fi television host Ben Harrison, and owner of the Starchild Skull, a deformed skull which some paranormal enthusiasts say is alien in origin. Wow. Reed, Reed eventually left Sheffield before moving to Florida, starting a modeling agent that saw him provide extras for films like Too Fast, Too, Too, Fast, Too Furious and Miami Vice. At the event, he hopes to walk back the exaggerations like those in his episodes of Uncovering Aliens, a reality show which turned Reed's ambiguous experience into a tale of alien experimentation. He says, I was told that it would be factual, and it would be this, and that, and that the other thing. Next thing I know, they've blown it out of proportion, Reed said. We were promised it would be a biotype film. It was anything but. It was so ridiculous. This is a very strange case, and we never really get to the meat and potatoes of what actually happened to that family. They just tell us, well, we found ourselves outside of the, outside of the car in this hangar. Well, it's pretty obvious they didn't bring him there to sign autographs. It's pretty obvious that the aliens didn't bring him there to have tea and crumpets. Probably what happened, if I had to make a guess, is this guy is a repeat abductee. And uh, it'd be very interesting to know if he's ever been examined to see if he's had some sort of alien implant put in his body somewhere. The very fact he's coming out and trying to soft-pedal all this stuff, now you have to wonder if he just feels embarrassed. Maybe things did get exaggerated. They probably did. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe the show people just filled in the blanks. I guess it's going to be fascinating to see what happens with this Netflix video. But I think what happens with a lot of these cases is people are abducted, yes, whether it's aliens, non-human entities, whatever they are, they are taken someplace, yes, as this as these beings move from one dimension to the next, and things are done to them. But I honestly believe that the vast majority of the time, whoever is doing this is trying to trying to eliminate any trying to eliminate the majority of the men, of the members that these people carry back. Now, if these people come back and tell the rest of the world I was abducted by aliens. You know, what kind of a rigmarole is that going to raise? People don't really care. They think they're crazy, or they think it's interesting and fascinating, or they go out and they make movies about it, and they add a whole bunch of stuff into it. But if that alien, or those aliens, take this family, and they go and they do whatever with them, and they scare the living daylights out of them, they do things to their body that shouldn't be done to their body, maybe put implants in them that they've got no right to put in them, and then they somehow erase all their memory of it. And how hard would that be for an advanced creature to do to a human? And then they turn them loose. What do you have then? You have a person who's been abducted repeatedly, who has been so affected by it that they can't even see how wrong it is. It's almost like they're a sex abuse victim. I hate to put it in those terms, but that's how it seems. It's as if they have grown to have some sort of attachment making Vague excuses for their abusers. And that's what's going on here, in my opinion. You're driving along the highway with your, with your family. And if what this guy says is true, they are abducted from point A to point B. They find themselves in a hangar, and he doesn't know what happened to them. Let's just make the assumption that what happened wasn't good. That's criminal. 
That's not an encounter. That's an assault and abduction. Another fascinating case, so, and what I found even kind of strange about this thing is how the whole discussion turned from the abduction of this young family to this guy who now lives in Florida trying to put up a monument to where the abduction, quote, encounter occurred out, but not bothering to get the proper permits or purchase the property to do it, and then having this major conflict that erupted around this monument with the people not wanting it there and then the city authorities finally coming out and just getting rid of it. Very odd. Very odd how somebody's repeated kidnapping and assault can be turned into a discussion about why can't I put a monument where this kidnapping and assault that I want to call an encounter happened at. It's a fascinating case. Fascinating on so many levels because we see the reaction of the people. We see this apparent amnesia that took place, and then we have multiple mass sightings this very night of the very UFO they described at the time the abduction happened with a person who had previously been abducted and and who was abducted again at least once since 2009, maybe more. Maybe he's not remembering the other ones. Who knows? Good reading, though. Take a look. Go to UFO Warning. Check out the Twitter account. Check out the links. And for sure, check out the video when it comes on Netflix. I know I'm going to. I'm going to watch it, and we'll talk about it. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.